We welcome you to the I Believe in Jesus broadcast. It's so good to be back with you today. We rejoice and we are glad that you out there around the world that are listening to the broadcast, we rejoice over all of you that know Jesus as your personal Savior. We're praying for you day by day. We're praying for the brothers and sisters in Christ around the world. All just be encouraged today that to know and be reminded that especially Jesus Christ, your high priest, is making intercession for you, and he will certainly never stop praying. He loves you. He knows right where you're at. He knows all about everything that you're going through. He has his eye on you because the Word of God says the children of Jesus are the apple of his eye. He sees you constantly. He never sleeps nor slumbers. He's an awesome God. And we welcome you to the I Believe in Jesus broadcast. And I read to you the scripture before we pray of why we have chosen to call the broadcast what we did. And it's out of John 17 and 3. It says, And this is life eternal, that they might know thee, the only true God and Jesus Christ, whom thou hast sent. Jesus Christ, the only true God. We are so blessed to be with you. Father, we just ask in the name of your Son, Jesus, that you would reach out and touch each and every one that are listening by radio or by internet today. And we pray, Lord, that the blessings of your presence would fall over your people that they would be made stronger by the word of God that is going to be spoken. We claim the promise from Isaiah that says the word of God will not go forth void, but it will fulfill the purpose and the pleasure that God has for it to, uh, to do. And we just thank you, God, that your word never goes void, but it does fulfill your purpose in the people's lives. We thank you, Lord, that you will be glorified on this program today. For Jesus, we lift up your name above all names, and we thank you and we praise you, Almighty God, for who you are. And may the ears and the hearts of the people that want to hear what truth says be ready to receive it. And I pray for all the lost that may be listening, those that do not know you, don't even believe, Jesus, that you are the Messiah. I pray, Holy Spirit, that you will convict them and be able to deal with them and bring truth to them today through the written word of God that is spoken. And Father, I pray the sick will be healed, the blind eyes be opened, deaf ears be opened. For Jesus, nothing is impossible with you. You are the creator of mankind. And I believe in you and I believe in miracles because you, Jesus, are the same yesterday, today, and forever. So as the word is being spoken on this broadcast, I'm believing in the impossible because my God, with my God, with my Jesus, nothing is impossible. So I'm believing, Lord, that without a human hand touching the sick, they will be healed today because you took stripes that they might be healed. That those that are downcast, that you will be able to lift them up and encourage them. 
All those that are weary or heavily laden will hear the word of God and they will be encouraged and strengthened and enter back into your rest, into your peace and into your joy. I thank you, Lord, for the work that you are going to do through the words that you have spoken. And we give you all praise and honor and glory in Jesus' name. Amen. The Lord put on my heart to minister to you what to do when troubles come in your life. I read first out of Nehemiah 1, Nahum 1, 7. It says, The Lord is good, a stronghold in the day of trouble, and he knoweth them that trust in him. Now, God is telling you that his trouble has come in your life, which Jesus said in the book of John, he said, In this world you shall have tribulation, but be of good cheer, for I have overcome the world. We're going to go through some things. We're going to have troubles. So we're teaching today what to do when trouble comes your way. You meditate on this word. It's the Lord is good. Now remember what it says. The Lord is good. The Lord is good. Doesn't mean your trouble's good. It means the Lord is good. And his promises are a shield round about you. A stronghold in the day of trouble. Because when God's children are in trouble, he's not going to ignore them. He's going to be there to help them. He has promised to help you. If you belong to Jesus Christ, you are his child. Because you are born again, God has promised to be a stronghold in that hour of trouble. And he knows them that trust in him. Do you trust in him? Glory to God. Do you trust in the Lord God Almighty? Have you surrendered your life to him? If you have, he's your stronghold in that day of trouble. 2 Corinthians 4, 8 and 9 says, We are troubled on every side, yet not distressed. We are perplexed, but not in despair. Persecuted, but not forsaken. Cast down but not destroyed. Hallelujah. What a scripture this is. Paul was saying, we're troubled on every side, yet not distressed. We are perplexed, but not in despair. Persecuted, but not forsaken. Cast down, but not destroyed. Is that you today? Sometimes we go through manifold seasons of heaviness where we are experiencing what Paul is talking about. We've got trouble on every side. It seems like not just one thing has come against us, but many things has come against us. I'm telling you what to do when it happens. You need to go to this scripture and you need to remember the next verse says where they may have been persecuted. Some of you, maybe millions of you, thousands of you, I have no idea in 122 nations how many are in trouble right now. But God does. Jesus does. You're his children. Now, you natural parents know that if your own children get in trouble, a good parent is not going to forsake those children. What is that good parent going to do? They're going to draw closer to those children. They're going to figure out a way that they can help them. They're going to be there. They, they won't desert them in the time of need. Good parents don't do such a thing. They stand by them. 
and they try and help them. If they're in trouble because they don't know God and they're rebelling against God, a good parent isn't going to just give up. They're going to speak the truth to them and they're going to pray fervently and diligently that through that trouble, their children will come to repentance and begin to serve God. That's the Jesus through them. How much more? Paul said, but not forsaken. He was going through all this, but he was not forsaken. Mankind had forsaken him. But who is he talking about? What was he saying? He was saying that Jesus Christ, his God, had not left him because he was meditating in trouble on the promise that Jesus said, I'll never forsake you. I'll never leave the righteous. Amen. So be comforted if you're in trouble. Jesus is right there with you. He's not sleeping. He's not slumbering. He hasn't forgot you. And he's going to help you. He said there in that verse, 2 Corinthians 4 and 9, I'm cast down, but I'm not destroyed. He meant I'm overwhelmed right now, but I'm not destroyed. My God is not going to let his child be destroyed. Jesus promises to fight for us, to help us, to comfort us. Over 7,000 promises, church. We need to know the promises of God. We need to claim the promises of God so that when trouble hits, we will be confident in Jesus and it will not, it will not destroy us. Psalms 138 and 7 says, Though I walk in the midst of trouble, thou wilt revive me. Thou shalt stretch forth thine hand against the wrath of mine enemies and thy right hand shall save me. What a promise. <laughs> no, I walk in the midst of trouble. Thou wilt revive me. Thou wilt stretch forth thine hand against the wrath of mine enemies. Can you imagine the hand of God going against your enemies? And thy right hand shall save me. Wow. If you're walking in the midst of trouble and you're listening to this today, Jesus says, I'll revive you. What does that mean? I'll bring life back in you. I, I, I'll raise up my life. I'll conquer through you. Don't depend on yourself. Depend on Jesus that lives in you. What to do when trouble comes in your life? The word tells us. John 14, 1 says, let not your heart be troubled. You believe in God, believe also in me. Jesus said, don't let your heart be troubled. In other words, don't worry about that. Don't worry about that trouble. It's there. Walk it out with the word of God. Speak the word of God. Pray through. Believe the scriptures. Don't let your heart be troubled. Be at peace. Keep your heart in peace. Guard your heart when trouble comes. Because that's what the enemy wants to do to you as a believer, a child of God. He wants to destroy you through that trouble. You guard your heart. You keep your mind stayed on Jesus Christ. You meditate on the promises of God. And believe me, you will be more than a conqueror through Jesus Christ who loves you. Isaiah 43 and 2 says, When thou passest through the waters, I'll be with you. Through the rivers, they shall not overflow thee. When thou walkest through the fire, thou shalt not be burned, neither shall the flame kindle upon you. Now, church, what, what is Jesus trying to tell us through the prophet Isaiah? He, said, he, he mentions waters, rivers that would overflow you, circumstances that feel like you're going to drown, to be destroyed in them. It's just so much trouble. You're not going to be. He's with you. I will be with you. God Almighty is with you. He's going to teach you things 
in the midst of the afflictions and the trials, but he's not going to leave you and he's not going to let it destroy you. When you walk through fire, thou shalt not be burned. We can't help but think about the three Hebrew children when we read that. They chose not to bow their knee to another God, and God allowed them to be thrown in the fiery furnace, didn't he? But did he leave them? Did he leave them there to be destroyed? Absolutely not. Jesus was in the fire with them. You believers know the story in Daniel. The three Hebrew children did go in the fiery furnace. Nebuchadnezzar saw to that. And what happened? Jesus came through. The king looked in and said, there's not three there's four, and one is like the Son of Man. Jesus promises here in Isaiah, I'll be with you through the fire. Oh, and even that furnace was turned up seven times hotter. Even if your trouble gets worse, in other words, God says, don't look at that. Don't look at the trouble. Don't dwell on the trouble. Dwell on me, the one that's promised to walk you through it. Remember the Hebrew children? They came out not even with a scent of smoke, it says, upon them. What does that mean? You couldn't even tell they had been through what they went through. Wow, they became more like Jesus. And then what happened? God had them promoted. Boy, you got to pass through the fire before you go from glory to glory and faith to faith. Amen? So you be encouraged today. Thou shalt not be burned, he said. I'll walk through that fire with you, and thou shalt not be burned. Neither shall the flame kindle upon you. Won't cause you any damage. Hallelujah, what a promise. Are you going through things? I'm telling you how to get through in the name of Jesus. Romans 8, 28 says, And we know that all things work together for good to them that love God, to them who are called according to his purpose. What a promise this is. Every trouble that you're going through, glory to God, is going to work. It's a work in you if you don't give up, if you don't get weary, if you don't get discouraged, if you don't get distressed, and you allow and you yield your spirit to Jesus and say, teach me, teach me all that you want to teach me through this this process, Lord, and, and, and make it allow this trouble that I'm in to cause my faith to increase and change me and renew my mind and conform me into, transform me into your image, O oh Lord, and let it do the work. All things work together for good to them that love God, to them who are called according to his purpose. He's going to work it for good. The trouble you're in is going to turn around. He's going to help you. He's going to change you. Let the trouble change you. How? Yield. Yield. Learn to trust Jesus more. Learn to walk it out in faith. Glory to God. Rise up and praise him. Sing in the fire. Preached a sermon a long time ago about the church. We need to learn to sing praises to God in the midst of our fires. And when those rivers overwhelm us, all those different circumstances that life brings. Sing. Sing praises unto him, and the joy of the Lord will rise up, and you will be more than a conqueror. For Jesus is with you. Psalms 31 and 7 says, I will be glad and rejoice in thy mercy, for thou hast considered my trouble. Thou hast known my soul in adversities. Wow, why shouldn't you rejoice and be glad? Rejoice in the mercy, for the mercies of God are extended to you, and they are new every morning. Mercy comes in the middle of trouble. 
Amen? Of course it does. Mercy comes. You have the right to enter in to the throne room with boldness. Amen? And grace. Amen? Hallelujah. And you will find help in the time of need. That's a promise to you in the book of Hebrews chapter 4, 16. Let us therefore come boldly unto the throne of grace that you may obtain mercy and find grace to help uh, in time of need. Those are those times of trouble. So be glad, Psalms 31 says, and rejoice in the mercy God has given you. For God has considered your trouble that thou hast known my soul in adversities. He knows what you're going through, church. Be strong. Be of good courage. Fear not, but be strong. Be of good courage. Jesus is going to help you through that trouble. He's not going to leave you or forsake you. He's a God that cannot lie. He's truth. Psalms 121, 1 and 2. I will lift up mine eyes into the hills. From whence cometh my help. My help cometh from the Lord, which made heaven and earth. Oh, lift up your eyes. Look into the sky. Know that Jesus... Connect with Jesus in the heavens. My help cometh from the Lord, which made heaven and earth. Do you realize where our help comes from? Oh, I pray that we all wake up more in the spirit. Where does our help come from? A God that can do the impossible. The creator of the heavens and earth. Forgive us, little faith, Jesus. Forgive us that we forget who you are. Forgive us that we, we lack enough faith to believe that in no matter what our trouble is, that you are going, our help cometh from the almighty God, the king, oh, the Lord of all. Jesus is Lord. Jesus is the sovereign God. He has authority over all, and your help is coming from him if you are born again. Psalms 121, 1 and 2. Oh, I will lift up mine eyes unto the hills. Do you hear it? Make that decision that I will lift up my eyes unto the hills. Look into the heavens where your help comes from. Keep your eyes on Jesus. Hebrews 4, 15 says, For we have not a high priest which cannot be touched with the feeling of our infirmities, but was in all points tempted like as we are, yet without sin. Don't forget Jesus he went through, he walked here in the flesh, but remained God. He walked it out. He suffered more than we could ever imagine. He had trouble on every side. Sit, the, the body of Christ needs to meditate on the word of God more. We need to meditate more on Jesus. We need to go to the Word. We need to remind ourselves of who we serve. We need to think about the attributes of Jesus Christ, all-powerful, all-knowing, King of kings, Lord of lords, great and mighty God. Holy is His name. Praise to you, King Jesus, the great El Shaddai. He is all-powerful. He's your provider. He's your healer. He's your deliverer. He's your Messiah. He's your Savior. Behold the Lamb of God, church. Wake up. Look. Look who's going to help you. Jesus Christ. Put your faith in Him. Begin to praise Him. Begin to thank Him for His promises that in trouble He will not forsake you. He will draw close to those that draw close to Him. In trouble, don't stop praying. In 
trouble, don't stop reading the word. Draw near to God and God will draw near to you. What more do you want? What more do you want? Jesus said, I'll never leave you. I'll never forsake you. He loves you. He gave his life for you. First Peter in closing says, for chapter 5 and 7, Casting all your care upon him, for he careth for you. What an awesome God he is. He says, just cast that care upon him. Amen. He knows sometimes you go through things that you don't understand. But God understands. And these promises should help you to be strengthened. For who shall separate us from the love of Christ? Shall tribulation or distress or persecution or famine or nakedness or peril or sword? As it is written, for thy sake we are killed all the day long. We are counted as sheep for the slaughter. Nay, in all things we are more than conquerors through him that loved us. Nothing's going to separate you from the love of God. You're his children. I'm speaking to the church of Jesus Christ. And if people are listening to the broadcast as we close today and we thank the Lord for these promises and direction of how to guide us and how we're supposed to walk through our troubles. Oh, we thank you, Jesus, that, that, that people that are lost that have listened are sitting there saying, my, I don't have this kind of comfort. I, I don't have these promises are not towards me because I've never accepted Jesus as my personal Savior. Well, you can do something about that right now. You can repent. It's so simple. A child can do it. Jesus said, if you confess that he is the Son of God, the Savior of the world, the creator of heaven and earth, if you confess that you believe he died for you on that cross, rose from the dead, three days later oh that he conquered all darkness triumphed over all darkness for you he bore your sins though he was sinless Jesus never sinned but he bore he took upon him the sins of the world and offered himself as that perfect sacrifice that you might be born again. If you would just believe and repent, say, Lord, I'm sorry that I have sinned, that I've not believed in you, that I've not really been sorry for my sinful life. Oh, if you would just, oh, have a sincere heart, say, Jesus, I believe now. I want that protection. I want that comfort in trouble. I need you, Jesus. If you will accept him as your personal Savior right now, he's going to come right in your heart. Jesus Christ in his Holy Spirit will come and dwell in your heart. And you will be his child. And then all these promises are towards you. Seven, over 7,000 promises are towards you as his child what a comfort he will be a shield he'll be your refuge in trouble he'll strengthen you fill you with joy and peace unspeakable full of glory the peace that passes all understanding that the world does not have many are seeking peace they can't find it because they haven't accepted jesus oh jesus loves you he loves his children don't don't be discouraged children of god don't be discouraged if you've given your life to Jesus, don't concentrate on the world, but concentrate on who he is. 
God bless you. Be strong in the word. Meditate on his word. Praise him day and night. Love love on him and trust him. He will not forsake you. He's going to get us through. We win. We win, church. We win, believers of Jesus Christ. We win. Remember, we win. We win because of what Jesus has done for us. We win. We read the end of the book. We win. We've got everything to look forward to. Jesus is coming soon. Jesus is coming soon. Make sure you're ready when the trumpet blows. God bless you. We're praying for you. Please pray for us. Until next week, God bless you.